0: A deal might be close. We'll talk about that. Expanded playoffs, what I think, what it means for the Twins. All of that coming up on today's episode of Locked On Twins. You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team... Every day. And welcome to the Lockdown Minnesota Twins podcast. Today is Monday, February 28th. A deal could be on the way. We'll get to that. First, I want to tell you this episode's brought to you by Bet Online. Thank you, Bet Online, for sponsoring today's episode. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline Online is where the game Starts on Nash Walker. Been writing at Twins Daily for over two years, but hosting this podcast for over two years. We covered a last play season. We covered the COVID shutdown. We covered a lockout that's pushing ninety days, and it feels for the first time through this whole process like we might, we just might be close. And tonight, the owners and the players continue to meet. They are in meeting number ten. It is currently ten twenty-five PM in Missouri. That would make it eleven twenty-five. In Florida, I believe, where they're meeting. So it's late, and they've been talking all day, 12 hours plus of meetings today. Reports are that it's not the CBT. It's not the collective bargaining uh, or the tax, the tax rather. It is the expanded postseason. We're going to talk about the expanded postseason today. I want to ask you to follow me on Twitter at NashWalker9. Follow the show at Lockdown Twins. and well, thank you so much for listening. Subscribe on YouTube. Like, comment, do whatever. Let me know feels like baseball is coming soon. But here's the thing. I don't have to tell you how disastrous this could be. The deadline set today was set by the owners, February 28th, or they're canceling opening day, basically. Which there is – I don't know if there's a better day of the year for baseball fans than opening day. I think it's better than the start of the playoffs. I think it's better than the World Series. Because on opening day, all 30 teams – I don't care if you're an Orioles fan. I don't care if you're a Pirates fan. I don't care if you're a Yankee fan or if you're a Blue Jays fan, a White Sox fan, a Twins fan. On opening day, there is, and it's a a range. You could be on this side of the spectrum. You could be over here. There's at least a little bit of hope you have for your team because you spend all offseason thinking about what could go well. We're optimists. We're thinking about what could go well. What could the Twins do after the lockout? To make the team better—that's the—I just got the chills thinking about that. Actually, think about the lockout ending, the Twins making additions, and talking about it. I cannot wait. I hope you feel like you're you're well coaxed. You feel like you're ready to go for additions that they will end up making. I don't know who it's going to be, but additions are coming. They have to be coming for the Twins. Can't wait for that. There is no better day than opening day for baseball fans. There's. At least a sliver of hope for every fan base. And even if you don't have a sliver of hope for the playoffs, for a World Series, there's a sliver of hope for Adley Rutschman, Baltimore Orioles, the top prospect in baseball, the excitement to see him, the excitement to see Sed Mullins, what he does in year year four. I think it's year three or four uh, after just an outstanding year last year for the Orioles. So I'm using them as an example as the worst team in baseball. But you can see. Even with the worst team in baseball, there are so many storylines to follow. With this Twins team, even though the Twins don't look great, they don't look good, they don't look average on paper, they look below average for 2022, there are fascinating storylines to watch with this team. How will the young pitching develop? Will we see those arms? How many arms are we going to see? How many young starters are we going to see this year? How's Jose Miranda going to fare in the big leagues? How's Jorge Polanco going to follow up his MVP-level season? of last year. How's Josh Donaldson going to respond? Will Josh Donaldson be traded after the lockout? Will Max Kepler be traded? Will Byron Buxton stay healthy? If he does, does he win MVP? You can see so many storylines. Alex Kirloff, what does a healthy Alex Kirloff look like? Joe Ryan in year two. Bailey Ober in year two. Mitch Garver, hopefully with a healthy season. What can you do with 500 plate appearances with DH spots as well? So many storylines to watch, even with this Twins team. So on opening day, All of those are wide open. What you're going to find out is by, I don't know, even late April, like the Twins last year, a lot of those questions can be answered early. Like you can answer those questions early sometimes, and they're gone. The only time all those questions are intact is opening day. And it's so exciting. It's so exciting to think about the season on opening day and think about what could be for a certain team. There's nothing like it. So losing opening day. Is disastrous, and everything you've heard from the league side from the player side is true about losing opening day and how disastrous that would be for everybody, for fans, for everybody. It sucks. Today's a big day, and that's why they're still in there. That's why they're still negotiating. And as much as I hate this, as much as I I haven't talked about this all offseason, if you've been listening, if this is your first time, I'll tell you, you haven't missed any CBA talks because I haven't talked about it. I really have not covered the back and forth at all. I haven't even really broken down anything about the CBA because I'm sick of it. And I know you are too. I know we all are. We just want to see spring training videos. I want to talk to you about spring training stories. Who looks good in spring training games? Should we get excited about Lewis Thorpe for spring training session number four, right? For year number four, all of those things. That's the beauty of this game. That's the beauty of spring training. That's the beauty of opening day. And right now we don't have it. They've been meeting for a long time today. As much as I hate it, as much as I hate these discussions, as soon as there's a little sliver, I can't stop myself from refreshing. Why am I refreshing my timeline so much? Because I want to see a deal is done because I love this game. I love the Twins, and I want it to start on time. For you, for me, for the players, for everybody, I want it to start on time. So I'm going to continue to watch very closely, and the feeling today is that, yes, it's a lot closer than it has been. Maybe it's not going to be done tonight. Maybe it's not done tomorrow but it feels like they're on the right track. I want to talk about expanded playoffs, what I think a, a format should look like for the playoffs after this word from Bet Online, Football might be over for this season, but March Madness is coming up. So are the NBA playoffs, so are the NHL playoffs. From all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all your sports betting needs. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline.net is your source for hockey, for boxing, UFC, all those odds, right to the Olympic coverage and information. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn about the trends and action. BetOnline is where the game starts. Again, March Madness is, I think, 12 days away, 13 days away. It's March. It's March. It's coming. You're going to want to play. BetOnline.net is the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. Head over to Bet Online; It's where the game starts. Thank you for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every day. Lockdown MLB prospects. Make it your second listen, or maybe your third after Lockdown Bets. Whatever order you go in, host Lindsey Crosby is a prospect encyclopedia, and he's going deep on the MLB stars of tomorrow. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Expanded playoffs reported to be the biggest holdup right now for a deal, which I think is good news because before it was the CBT, which is the – Cap basically the uh, the tax that's placed on teams that spend more than a certain amount, and they're arguing over that number because the players want it to be higher, so teams spend more. Owners want it to be lower, so they have a quasi cap to not go over and get taxed over that certain amount. So, again, I'm not talking to you about economics today. I'm going to talk to you about an expanded postseason. I tweeted out. I tweeted this out today. This has been a hot topic because in 2020 we had an expanded postseason. We've talked about baseball post- the postseason of baseball for a long time in Major League Baseball because a lot of people think that it's too small. A lot of people think that there should be more teams than just five in each league. And what we saw in 2020 was that was blown up to massive proportions. And in the end, we got Rays Dodgers might have been the two best teams all year anyway. Uh, Last year, the Braves, the I think 88 win Braves make a run and win the World Series. In 2019, the Nationals make a run and win the World Series. Clearly not the best teams in the league or even in their own respective leagues. Uh, When I say that, I mean in the National League for the Nats and in in the National League for the Braves last year, certainly. But they won the World Series because... You get in, and we know with baseball, baseball is crazy. You can make noise. You can get into the playoffs. You can win as a team that's not very good. Look at the 1987 Minnesota Twins. And some people say it's the worst World Series team of all time. What I say is they're World Series champs. Were the Twins the best team in the world in 1987? No. Were they the best team in the postseason? Absolutely. And that's what matters. But to to be the best team in the postseason, you got to make the postseason. So the argument here is how many teams should you give that opportunity to? Should you give an 81-win team the opportunity to make noise in the postseason? Because I'm telling you, an 81-win team, this is so hard for people to grasp. It's it's more true in baseball than I think in any other sport. An 81-win team can easily win a wild card game, can easily win three out of five games in the division series, and can easily win four out of seven in a championship series. It can happen. I'm not saying it doesn't take – got to play well to win, but it happens. It happens, and it can happen. So the question is, should you reward that eighty-one win team for winning eighty-one games in the regular season and grant them the opportunity in the postseason? A lot of people are going to say, "Well, it won't matter if the eighty-one win Phillies get in because they're not good; like they're not the best team in the National League." They w- that's not how it works. It's whatever team plays best in the postseason. A lot of times, that's not the best team for the regular season, and, and that's just a fact. And it's especially true in baseball. It's especially true in baseball. To me. Five teams in each league, one wild card game. For a long time, like my dad has always said, it should be more than one game for the wild card game. And I don't disagree. I think maybe they should bump that to three. I think the division series being a best of five is small, in my opinion. I would actually favor – this is tough. And I, this is what I tweeted. I'm sorry. I got off on the beaten path there. I tweeted that, tell me how good the Twins are, and I'll tell you how many teams I want to make the postseason. Any rhetoric you see, especially from fans, from fans, about the expanded playoffs – Is going to be whatever their team does. So if you see a Royals fan talking about expanded playoffs, of course they're going to want expanded playoffs because the Royals aren't going to make a 10-team field. Probably this year, next year, or the year after that. But you expand it to 14, and all of a sudden the Royals are in the conversation late in the summer. Is that a good thing? It could be. That could be a good thing. Whatever team it is, if you ask Dodger fans, I bet you – I bet you 80 to 90% of Dodger fans don't want an expanded postseason because they want they want a shorter postseason. They want, they want the Dodgers to be rewarded for being the best team in the National League with home field to the World Series. All you got to do is win two series. You get to the World Series, you got to win a best of five, a best of seven, and you're in the World Series. You get home field and hopefully all three if you're the best team in the world that year or in, in Major League Baseball that year. So it depends on the team. For the Twins this year, Of course, I want an expanded playoff field. (laughs) Like, of course, the Twins don't really, they don't have a fighting chance right now in a 10-team playoff, and I think it's impacting the moves they've made. But if you expand it to 14, the hope is more teams will try to make the field, make more impactful additions. The players, though, push back and say, if you expand this to 14 teams, the bubble teams, which is a large percentage of the league, you got your your haves, you got your have-nots, you got everybody else and everybody else in the middle, the players argue will not try to add because if they look at the roster and they say, hey, we're good for 79 wins, a couple of things bounce our way. We get up to 81 or 82. We can make the playoffs. We don't need to add that starter. We don't need to spend money on that reliever. We don't need to go get that shortstop because we can just slide in with some good luck. We're already projected to win 79 games, but in a 10-team 10, 10 field, that team is not going to make the playoffs with 82 wins. So they need to go out and get that shortstop. They need to go get that starter because otherwise they're not making it. And the season's over in July. Pros and cons. Do you want a lot of team seasons to be over in July? Because with the current setup, it is. I'm going to tell you what I favor after this word from Online and Rock Auto. I'm sorry, from Built Bar. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. This is the time of year that I've pretty much given up on all my New Year's resolutions, but not this year. I'm sticking to my resolution to eat right Thanks to Built Bar. It almost feels like it's not really a resolution because I actually enjoy eating them. Have you tried the Puffs? If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting flavors. I was home this weekend. My parents tried the Puffs. Loved them. Loved the Puffs. They're the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Go to built.com. Scroll down to the macros chart. You'll be blown away. High protein, low-cal, high-fiber, low-carb. Most Built Bars contain only 130 calories and 4 grams of net carbs, huge for a type 1 diabetic like me. At Built Bar, they're all about the taste. It's delicious, it's healthy. You can go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15. That's promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. With the ever increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questions and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Rockauto.com. It is amazing. Go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution your auto part needs. Rockauto.com, again, right locked on in their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Two things being discussed right now. A 14-team field. An increase of four teams, two teams in each league, and an increase to 12 teams. The players are staunch. They want 12 teams if the playoffs is expanded, the postseason is expanded. And I agree. 14 too much, too too many. If you're going to play 162 games, don't put 14 teams in the playoffs. Like, it might be fun. And I think this is kind of the consensus feeling. It might be fun. And again, as a Twins fan, it's tempting. It's tempting to not sit here and say, Sigh. 14 teams would be great. Twins all of a sudden have a chance to make a couple good additions after the lockout, right? They could slide into a 14-team field, especially in the American League Central. Uh, You hope to get some wins against the Tigers and Rose again this year. I think the Tigers would be better. Royals eventually will be better. Cleveland's not going to be great. So you would hope that you can can rack up some wins there with the right moves. It's tempting. And it would be great to see the Twins snap their postseason drought in 2022. But you still got to reward teams – that go through the 162-game grind, that build their depth, that build for 162, and that come out on top at the end. The, the best team in the league needs to be rewarded in the postseason, and I think in order to do that, you can come up with some 14-team fields that really help the best team in each league, but last year's a great example of this. You look at the Dodgers and the Giants in the National League West, how great both teams were, how great they were, and the Dodgers are forced to play in one-game wildcard, the, the current system, like, I think it should go up to 12. And I think that there should be more in terms of games than just a one-game playoff in the wild card game because the Dodgers were punished because they didn't win the division, but they won over 100 games, were excellent last year, all year. Then the Giants are rewarded by a, a bid right to the American League Division Series in a 14-team field. The Dodgers would be punished further. They would be punished further because now – if you just reward the best team in the league, which would have been the Giants, the Dodgers are just pounded to me. Like that, that sucks. If you win over hundred games, you should get a bid with home field right into the division series. And in 2019, the Twins won 101 games. The Yankees, I think, won 103. So the Twins had to go to Yankee Stadium in the division series, but they were right in the division series. Twins win that series. They're in the championship series. Right. So you you are rewarding division winners with the current setup. You can't lose that. With that being said, I think they should increase. I think there are too many teams in the middle of the summer that just aren't trying. There are too many teams tearing it down, tanking because they look at the field and they go, we got the Red Sox, we got the Yankees, we got the Blue Jays, we got the Astros, we got the, in recent years, the Athletics. We have the Twins, we have the White Sox. We have no chance. We have no, no chance. I think that's part of where the Twins are at right now. Like their decision-making to me, screams like we don't feel like we have a chance to make a five-team postseason in the American League and I don't blame them for that I'm not going to let them off the hook I talked about that last week on Friday I'm not going to let them off the hook for that because a couple right moves they can get themselves in the conversation and that's what teams should be doing they should be trying to get in the conversation to get in the race later in the summer but too many teams are eliminated 10 12 13 games back of the wild card game in July and it's over and what that does is these teams then trade off their assets to the Dodgers, the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Blue, whoever it is at the top of the league, and then there's no parity, right? You have the haves and the have-nots. We saw it to an extreme degree in 2019. We've seen it the last couple of years. I think it was better last year, especially in the American League. You have the haves. You have the have-nots. I think they need to find a way to make that better, and I think 12 teams could do that. But what does that look like? Six teams in each league – you still got I think you still gotta find a way to give a bye to the best team in each league. I think you have to. You can't make them play the wild card round because, like I said, anybody can win these series, any teams can win these series. You just you gotta get hot at the right time. You gotta play your best baseball in October, and any team can do that. You have to be good enough to make it, good have a good enough of a regular season to make it. So not 81, 82 wins, which would be a 14-team playoff field. You have to be good enough to make it, like the 88-win Braves, and then when you do make it. You have to be rewarded for how many games you did win in the regular season so if you win 106 games you should get that buy into the division series i like 12. let me know what you think in the comments about this hopefully by wednesday we're talking about twins reporting to camp who knows thank you for making lockdown twins your first listen every day they'll make your second listen lockdown mlb paul francis sullivan please call him sully brings you his unique perspective on the major leagues past and present It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day and go Twins.